0: No, I, I just saw that there's a, a new mug making its debut on the show today. Look yeah. how
1: cute these are. Yeah, cute.
2: I mean, yeah.
0: uh, they're fine. It's here, and I'm very superstitious
1: about these mugs, as I told you, Brian. Why? Because every time you put people's faces on a mug, somebody gets fired. So, for real, I didn't want the Ask Him. It was a big drama, and I'm very superstitious. Whoopi and Joy
2: have been on many, many mugs, and they're still here.
1: That's true. Fine. Yeah, but I haven't. True. And I, I Abby hasn't. Yeah. No, no. They, I'm they, still going to drink out of it. They've they waited a long
0: time for these, so I'm assuming that they feel <laughs> well, good about well, it all Well, I've, I've got this a cactus, a so
1: so in case you don't know, it's me. The and cactus. Whoopi, you're, <sighs> you're holding the door for me with <laughs> me in the cab. Thank you. Yeah, and you're well. just sitting in a cab.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm Sorry. so glad I could be of service. <laughs> <laughs> I've
3: always wanted to do a podcast with different women who have different points of view. Or just like a show where I force people to talk about The View with me.
2: Is the world flat? Yes. Uh-huh.
3: I'll call it Deja, The View. I, I never thought about
0: it, Whoopi.
3: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Deja the View, the podcast, (laughs) with your friend Marie and Kevin. And we have a guest. Hello. Our friend
4: (laughs) Spencer (laughs) Fritz is joining us. Friend and big fan of the
3: pod. And we've been spending a lot of time together because we are working together and living together. We spend so much time
4: together right now, and I'm obsessed with it. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sound convincing. I'm gagging. I'm I'm gagging gagging over it. it. No, but we spend so much time together right now, it's crazy. I feel like I was the natural selection for the next guest of the pod.
3: Yeah. Well, despite uh, living with me for like a month and a half, it was still difficult to schedule you in. (laughs) I booked
4: two weeks out, and everyone knows that.
5: (laughs) (laughs)
3: Spencer, very excited to have you here because you have been teasing that if you ever were on the podcast that you had a game prepared. Oh yes my God. so take it away, okay,
4: so, um, I know that the two of you and all the ladies at the view are obsessed with sex robots. <laughs> That's true, so I thought I'd make a game. Where we would maybe workshop what a sex robot could sound like using quotes from the woman of the view.
3: What a sex robot could sound like. Yeah, so it's like imagine like, a sex robot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bleep, 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 no, so <laughs> I
4: <laughs> I um I found clips from the view where the ladies are talking about sex and um I turned them into robot voices, and I want you to guess what View oh, co-host said. My god. The quote. <laughs> oh my god! This is
6: like the Masked Singer.
4: Yeah. Well, exactly.
6: It's the Masked Sex Robot. <laughs> <laughs> You've combined my two favorite things <laughs> about this
3: podcast.
4: Okay, so this game is called the Masked Sex Robot <laughs> View co-host.
3: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Wow.
4: So here's how it works. I'm gonna play you a quote, a real quote from one okay. of the ladies of the View all of these were taken from like sex top hot topics basically mm-hmm. and you guess who said it and i'll give you a hint now pretty much all of them are from curr- the current panel okay. except there's one who's kind of like someone we all love okay if i don't know much about the topics coming up it's because this took me 2 hours <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so here is clip one. I hope we can all hear it who who what sex robot is this
7: They say 46% of women think of other people when they're having sex. I think it's safe to think of Idris Elba
3: I know who it is. (laughs) Okay, who is it? It's Sonny Hostin (laughs) She loves Idris. She
4: (laughs) loves him, and she was really blushing when she said that.
6: Oh
5: my
7: god.
4: Okay, here's number two.
7: I had this vivid dream I had sex with Pablo Escobar. Yes, well, I was watching Narcos at the time.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Is that, um, Anna?
4: I think it's Joy. Should I play it one more time? No, I th- uh, you made your guess. You made your guess. It's you neither. Guess. It's it's neither. That was Sarah. What? Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh god. my god. Yeah, <laughs> that one made me laugh. Okay, here's the next one.
7: Why are you laughing so hard? I am trying to talk about sex on this show. It is so uncomfortable. I cried on television yesterday to Joe Biden, and it was more comfortable than talking about sex right now. Okay, it's obviously
4: Megan. Me again. <laughs> yeah. And it's, so when you watch like sex, hot topics back to mm. back to back to back, it is so crazy how like all of them end with, yeah. with Joy being like, Megan, what do you think? And she's like, I'm not talking about it. Yeah. So I that know. was the only one where it was like something fun.
6: She gave us something, but she, I love that you made the editorial choice to give her a <laughs> British accent. Yeah. as a robot. <laughs> <laughs>
4: there's some more choices coming up <laughs> okay here's the next one
7: a caring and enthusiastic partner were the top two indicators that the sex was going to be good um i don't know anybody i'm eating a hot dog
6: <laughs> that sounds Like me after like
3: eight (laughs) vodka sodas. I'm eating a hot dog. I I
6: don't know. I'm eating a hot dog.
3: well okay so right away i thought it was whoopee because it sounded like they were reading with difficulty from a teleprompter but the hot dog thing has really thrown me well and
4: a reminder it's not like i took their voice and like put it through a roboticizer for sex robots it's like i just typed it into something so
6: i think that it's joy
4: It's Whoopi. Oh my god. And it's one of those things where Whoopi's like introducing something and she's like, oh, I can't believe I have to talk about this on The View right Right. now. So she's just saying it just like, I don't know. Anybody? Who cares? I'm eating a hot dog. Like she's just, (laughs) she's just over it before it even starts. I can't
6: believe Whoopi would eat a hot dog. That's why I was like, it can't be her.
4: Well, in this clip, they were actually all eating hot dogs. (laughs) And I don't know why. Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. Sexy. Okay, here's the next one. Um, <laughs> this one's really funny.
7: <laughs> I'm a Virgo, I don't do that. I mean the sex, I do it, but I'm pretty traditional. Ah, uh, the wildest place would probably be outdoors. by this watering
3: hole. Part of me hates this about myself, that uh, I know exactly who this uh-huh. is, but I know that it's Sarah, because I know she's a Virgo.
6: I'm gonna agree with Kevin.
3: It is Sarah, <laughs> and... She does say the wildest place
4: she's had sex is a watering hole.
6: Yeah, I was going <laughs> to the only reason why I was like, wait, like for a second, I was like, wait, is that Joy? Only because she always makes jokes about being like a colonial woman. But then I <laughs> know that Joy's a Libra. So I was like, it can't be.
3: Why is Sarah in a water? Like, what's a watering hole? So, well, it was, like it in Africa to- where the warthogs drink?
6: <laughs> I mean, yeah. Or like in a forest where the moose
4: either it sounds like a swamp either way which is like not a desirable
3: been there she's like
6: she's draining the swamp
4: (laughs) (laughs) okay um i have two more for you Okay. okay here's the next one
7: i've never met a man who doesn't love a quickie
6: come on right you were in playboy vouch for that
3: Boy?
6: I'm gonna yeah agree because it was when Pamela was there right no. or oh, no, no no it sounds like no. she's
3: making a jab at Megan for being in Playboy right yeah that's exactly what's happening in that clip
6: <laughs> I love that you can like decipher yeah the <laughs> the scenario I, that's happening around the robot voice I don't
3: know how to feel like about how good I am at this.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this last one's quite short, and I have to say, like, you should... If you haven't seen this segment, Mm -hmm. I'm sure you have, it really brought me joy. It's not joy. (laughs) (laughs) Because I've never seen this character... Hit it, Abby. Yeah, here we go. Yeah,
7: it's like a soup and soap opera day
6: and a sex day... Okay, so they're saying, yeah, it's like a soup and soap opera day and sex day. Yes. Is it Barbara?
3: I don't know. It's Sunny. Oh, what? that was gonna be my guess. yeah. And oh it's, my god! This clip,
4: you have to watch it. She is just like she's l- loving talking about sex and fall. And normally she doesn't love talking about sex, but in this one, she's when kind there's of like, soup involved. When there's soup,
5: yeah. <laughs>
6: like days is on in the background, the soup's on the stove. soup's piping hot.
4: <laughs> One of the ones I was looking at, the question that led to like was the prompt was what's the wildest place you've had sex, which mm-hmm. is where we ended up in a swamp. Mm-hmm. And then Sunny was like, oh, a few different rooms in the house. <laughs> Bless her. <laughs> <laughs> I love
3: her
6: i love that That was a great game yeah the last one sounded like sharon osborne like it sounded like the talk
3: (laughs) for a curveball yeah which panelist of the talk said this well
6: thank you for that thank you that was so much fun
3: thanks for playing are you ready for some view update yeah Okay, well... Now that
6: we're all warmed up, we got the
3: soup... The soup, <laughs> the soup <song>. <laughs>
6: Soap <laughs> opera in the background.
3: <laughs> well, okay, my first view update is just that um, Abby Huntsman has finally followed us on Twitter. She wants to be friends, and I'm ready to... I'm, I'm here to be her best friend. We
6: are here. We are the hunties, <laughs> and we are here <laughs> for Abby.
3: So this is, like, how this happened, is I was just thinking to myself like about how much I have come to like Abby and I was like what should I call myself as a new Abby fan mm-hmm. little huntsman <laughs> I don't know so I made a poll and I asked a few people I was like what should Abby call her fans and then I put it into a poll mm-hmm. the choices were abbinators little Huntsmen, <laughs> Abassadors, <laughs> um or hunties uh-huh. and we let people vote 300 people voted in this poll. Yeah. Wow. Um, Good turnout. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So in (laughs) second place was Hunties. And in first place was Little Huntsman's. And
6: those were my two. Those were my top two. Those were like the ones that I had trouble Mm -hmm. picking between. I can't even remember which one I went for. Yeah. I
3: was
4: very for Hunties. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? It's really good.
3: I really thought Hunties was going to take it. Yeah. So uh, like pretty much immediately after posting this, Abby, someone (laughs) sent it to Abby, (laughs) Megan. and, (laughs) And she immediately like retweeted it. Um she said, ha, I'm going with little huntsmen's. I can always rely on them when I get home. I don't I know. That. I, don't I mean,
6: know. I don't know what it means.
3: But. I, I think she's, she has kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think she's yeah. being like,
4: my little huntsmen's are always yeah. waiting for me at home. Yeah, Yeah. yeah
6: it's cute. But it's they cute. are like. Less than a year old, so it's not like they're waiting by the door. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was like, I don't quite get
5: yeah, it, but they're it's cute poop in their pants.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then Sean took over and tweeted, Little Huntsman's may have won the popular vote, but I'm pleased to announce that Hunty swept the electoral college. Sorry, I don't make the rules, which I think, like, I would like to, I think we should go by Little Hunty's. I think okay, that's the somewhere combine. between the yeah. two. Yeah. And then never in my life did I think that no. I would be powerful enough <laughs> to get abby huntsman to say the word hunties yeah never um but she retweeted it again even with this like unflattering photo that he chose
6: i thought it was quite flattering to be honest (laughs) i thought that she looked cute but maybe that's the little hunty in me
3: (laughs) um she said can't argue with the founding fathers hunties it is
6: i love that
3: the two of you are the founding fathers (laughs) really in that example we are the presidents of the little Hunties oh fan God. club um, i
6: love that she said that and like completely like earnestly yeah yeah
3: but then we were talking because we were reading the replies to this tweet mm-hmm. and people were like hunty is a beautiful word in the gay community yeah <laughs> glad to see you represent but don't forget to credit Oh, and stand up for non-discrimination in the workplace of LGBTQ Americans.
6: Like There's always Yeah, we we
3: said it because it's gay. Yeah. No, there's
6: always <laughs> that one person.
3: That's why it was said. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's exciting news.
5: Mm-hmm. We
3: did it. Yeah. I hope she doesn't unfollow immediately.
4: So of the five, how many are now following that are full-time panelists? Three.
3: Three. And I don't think, unless, I don't think we'll be getting Whoopi or Joy ever. No,
6: and they're not that active on Twitter either. Mm. So it's like the ones who are logged on are following right now.
3: Yeah. Would love to see Anna.
6: Oh my God. Yeah.
5: Anyways. Maybe
6: we should... Do, the next poll will be what the Anna fan club hmm.
5: is. Yeah. Let's got,
3: think, got make it.
5: Let's Let's think about yeah. it. think yeah.
6: about it. Think about it. Yeah. And you can
3: you can let us know your suggestions, dear yeah. your listeners. You're hearing
6: it. Now you're thinking about it. And then you'll say something.
3: <laughs> yeah. And if anyone is uh, wondering what Megan should call her fans, think no more because it's McNuggets.
6: <laughs> I thought it was the McCain deep dish. <laughs> I've been calling myself McCain Deep Dish for the last six months, Kevin.
3: Your Deep Dish Nation, <laughs>
6: yes, McCain Deep Dish Nation.
3: Uh, moving on. <laughs> Birthday season is in full swing. <laughs> Because not only is my birthday coming, but so is we celebrated Joy Behar's Uh birthday. Sunny is next and soon it will be Megan. Um, So they had a birthday celebration for Joy on The View, Mm -hmm. which featured a song from Mario Cantone. And for OG View fans, Mario used to be like the View's gay. He was the gay best friend of The View and he is Joy's really good friend. And he is that guy... Spencer's looking at me like yeah. I'm not if you're sure. Yeah, like,
6: if you're like, is that a chef? Because that's like, the name sounds like he'd be a chef. No, yeah. it's the guy from Sex and the City oh, who's Charlotte's gay. Yeah, 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 yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. He's, in real life, he's Joy's gay. Yeah. And <laughs> he used to be it's on the It's crazy view.
6: that that makes Joy Charlotte. Like, I, I would never <laughs> pick that she was Charlotte, but here we are.
3: And so he made his grand return for Joy yeah. to the show. And he sang a song about Trump and impeachment.
6: It was set to the tune of Joy to the World and they had like a Christmas background but all the lyrics were about the White House and like the Trump presidency and his people and it went on I know that like um, on paper it went on for like three minutes but in the world it felt like it went on for eight years of my life
4: it is so strange that any of that is her birthday fantasy like any of it (laughs) What do I want? I want I a Like a holiday background. Yes. Yeah. A song and cake about an impeachment. Yes,
6: Bring I know back my me. gay. Yeah. And she was singing along. I think they had the words of the song in the teleprompter because she was mouthing them along and I was like, I've never heard ma- I've never heard the
3: song. <laughs> no, that's she said. If she yeah. said the words are there. That's why I was singing along. She she knew that people were going to wonder. Oh my god. But in other birthday news, I caught um Monet Exchange well remember how Monet (laughs) Exchange and Nina West and Adora Delano did that Facebook live with Megan and they all fell in love with each other and Mm -hmm. Megan invited them back for her birthday show Mm -hmm. well it's almost time for her birthday show Mm -hmm. and apparently Monet Exchange had not gotten the invite and so she tweeted at Megan and said it's almost Megan McCain's birthday are me Nina West and Adora Delano still invited and (laughs) Megan saw and replied yes, ABC should have reached out. And then Monet said, hopefully soon. Haven't heard yet.
6: (laughs) That and you tweeted being like, sounds like it got lost in the mail. Like that was literally the... Yeah, well that was Sean but yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to tell. It's hard
6: to tell. But that was that's like literally her response of like putting it on ABC is so it got lost in the mail. But don't you do
4: that with your birthday party ever? Like how often are you just kind of like, yeah, you should come to my party. And then you just don't follow up
6: never because i don't have party mm, I, like
4: i'll have a week <laughs> of a party and i'm actually my speaking of birthday season my half birthday is just around the corner <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> it's
6: literally kevin's birthday and you're like <laughs> I, <laughs> my half birthday i'm kidding
4: i'm kidding <laughs> but but i as someone who likes to make a big deal of my uh-huh. birthday sure i've invited people to my birthday and like Forgotten that I invited them.
3: Right. Well, I don't know. I I'm not blaming Megan. I just think ABC didn't reach out yet. But
5: <laughs>
3: good good news. Um, they have reached out, and now Nina and Monet oh Exchange God. are both booked for Megan's bday That's show. That's so
6: funny. The and. I want to believe that it was always going to happen, but I think that those tweets had something to do with they it. They certainly helped, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. It's also funny because I think everyone in the world forgot about that promise except for us and Monet.
5: <laughs> yeah.
3: Even Nina probably forgot. Even Nina us. was
6: like, I'm on the Maleficent red carpet. Do you think I care?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like speaking of Megan, did you guys see her insane TBT post? And by... It, Oh my God by insane I just mean it was really good yes. and it was so long so there's like a picture of her with her gay Bff uh just like having a cocktail or whatever and it was a throwback Thursday mm-hmm. photo but it it reminded me of like Carolyn Calloway and how it like <laughs> that other person I forgot her name now uh, came out and said that she had been like ghostwriting her Instagram captions and yeah. I was like that's crazy no one writes Instagram captions that long um like and then and then Megan wrote like a novel of an Instagram caption yeah.
6: And the photo is also like we were talking about Avril Lavigne's punk look. The photo is like a perfect example of what was happening in that moment when Avril Lavigne was like having her punk moment yes. and it was really popular. And
3: actually the comments on Let me see that. Let me see the
5: photo.
6: <laughs> so if you haven't seen it, you can go to Megan's Instagram to look it up but also will describe it she has purple tips in her hair it's like bleached some wave going on
3: but you know who comment the comments are her th- three best friends <laughs> Paula Ferris says bring back the pink
5: uh-huh.
3: um, Abby Hudson says haha this pick is everything and then <laughs> Erica Jane commented three times in a row amazing amazing amazing. <laughs> <laughs> But I was hoping, I was hoping, Marie, that you would do us the honor of reading this Instagram novella. Mm -hmm. But if you could please do it in the style of (laughs) your horrible Kelly Dodd impression.
6: Okay. Um... I li- listening back to the last episode didn't realize how bad my Kelly Dodd impression was, except for when we were talking about the moment where she was talking to Andy and was like, "You
5: know
0: when I did, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know." And the
6: back to back clip of me doing it and the real like footage, I I was walking down the street. I it stopped. <laughs> it stopped me in my tracks because in that moment I was possessed by Kelly Dodd. So I'm hoping that I can. Yeah, I can, I can channel, channel that her. once again for this. <clears throat> you want me to read the whole thing
4: as Kelly Dodd? Yeah,
3: yeah, or just you know whenever it's it works.
6: on. It's so it's honestly so long. If you haven't just, seen the caption,
3: just what an you're excerpt. In for a treat. Give us okay, an okay. excerpt. Well,
6: I'm gonna start from the beginning.
3: Hashtag TBT. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Josh Ruppley with the green hair me and with the pink I was living in Hollywood in what could best be described as the ultimate bachelorette loft with the balcony to look directly at the Capitol Records building on Hollywood (laughs) I had giant gold angel wings in my living room lots of blue velvet and 70s gold mirrored furniture in a closet bigger than my bedroom I wanted my place to look like Graceland meets Scarface My neighbors were actors, porn stars, and Vine stars. I went to every single club and kitschy bar in LA. Went on dates with the weirdest, creative, eccentric, and also the most deeply dysfunctional men you know. You know what I did. You know what I did. (laughs) Goes on and on and on. Keep going. Oh my god, Okay. They always took me to the Sunset Tower restaurant for our first date. Josh and I got drunk tattoos on the Sunset Strip. I co-hosted the all, all-time most fun and wild daily TV show I'll never work on with the truly most creative people I've ever met. We drove to Palm Springs on the weekends, stayed up all night dancing at every gay bar, but always ended up on the night on the West Coast. The Gold Coast. Yeah, I don't know which one it is. (laughs) Drove to Malibu on Sundays. I threw an over-the-top 30th birthday party for myself at the Chateau Marmont and the Sunset Marquise for the after-after party.
4: Bravo. (laughs) Don't stop. Oh, my God. Okay.
0: I have so many
6: hundreds of crazy slash beautiful memories than I could possibly write up on an Instagram post, some that I'll never, ever share, nor will Josh, so don't even try, he's a vault. I think I had more fun in my 20s than absolutely anyone else in all of media. I'm grateful for a ride-or-die friend who's known me through every incarnation of my life. I agree with the adage that everyone should live in LA once before it makes you soft and new NYC once before it makes you hard. There are many photos documenting this particular moment in time. You can find all skewed all over the internet. As, and for anyone who ever called me an ice queen, you never really got the chance to know me. <laughs>
5: her
4: housewives tagline is the sign up. <laughs> yes. But like, yes. okay, what yes. did Kelly Dodd call her on the show again? A she, trust fund baby. Yeah. That whole post sounds... Like a trust fun baby <laughs> post.
3: Whatever room she just
4: described in that. Like,
3: <laughs> like I know. That's true. I just, I know that Megan had this like crazy period in her Like 20s the tequila tequila days. When she, yeah, when she was hanging out with Heidi Montag and uh, apparently her gay best friend and all the stuff. And it sounds like she had a really crazy life and she could have gone such a different path, mm-hmm. but... There's definitely like a book in her that she could write someday. Do you think like maybe there's a chance she could go into politics eventually? And that's why she's so reserved about that stuff. Yeah, definitely. I agree. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) I uh, just wanted to give that the attention it deserved on this podcast. Her friend's cute too
6: josh sidebar he's the yeah. he's, he does hair slide now. into the dms yeah.
3: you know i will yep. <laughs> so in other news i caught um this it's always watch what happens live yeah. like it's always watch what happens live yeah i caught brooke shields on watch what happens <laughs> live and andy was asking her about how she had said at one point or another that she was supposed to get hired on The View Mm -hmm. and that they ended up choosing Jenny McCarthy over her. Mm -hmm. And she kind of elaborated on that for the first time.
1: Are the rumors true you almost became a co-host on The View after Elizabeth Hasselbeck left? Yes.
4: And what happened that you didn't? Um,
6: I went through a week of being on the show and, you know, I did all my homework. I take everything very seriously. And then they called me one day and... I was directing um, at the Hollywood Bowl. I was directing Chicago at the Hollywood Bowl, and I'm in the parking lot, and I get a call from the producer, and he says, well, we've decided to go with Jenny McCarthy. And I was like, okay, that's like, you you want... I mean, she's a friend, but you want one or the other. The other, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, you know, I think they were going for something different (laughs) all
4: right to me the most like elaborate part of her elaboration was the long sip she took like she said it yeah yeah. that said more than what she said The sip,
6: and it was strange because i couldn't tell and like maybe i want to hear what you guys thought i couldn't tell if she was like if the sip was toward jenny because she said jenny's a friend so like i was happy for her or if the sip was like toward the view like she could she could have not done the sip. Like she could have just yeah. been like, oh, Jenny is a friend. Like, yeah, I was disappointed. Um, but I was happy for her. Yeah. Next, instead she like tried to turn it into like a meme. <laughs> and I was like, Well, now you do seem like you're yeah. being catty. Yeah.
3: I I actually rem- of course remember <laughs> when Brooke was guest co-hosting The View, and it was one of the most obvious times that there's ever been where they were clearly like testing her to see if they wanted her full time and mm-hmm. I remember it and I remember not liking her not that she was a bad person or anything but I just remember being like this is a bad fit I don't want them to hire her and yeah. Barbara loving her that's what I remember Interesting. and I don't know if it's also just because I know that she has like a weird relationship with Kathy Griffin and at that time was probably when I was like stanning Kathy mm. Griffin the most Anyways, I just remember being like, oh, I hope they don't hire Brooke. And yeah. then they hired Jenny. And I was like, whatever. In the clip, though, doesn't she say like, so they made their choice before
4: yeah. she does the sauce, like yeah. the sip. So to it seemed shady. She wanted the job. She wanted. Yeah. It seemed shady. And I think I, I don't love Jenny McCarthy. So we'll, we'll get to that. Well, yeah. <laughs> Spencer
3: keeps repeating this. I just... I
4: don't. I don't. I don't. Get no it. one does. Yeah. Um,
3: I'm like new to the world, right? Okay. And
4: now that I'm newly into the Masked Singer, yeah,
0: because we watch know. every Wednesday now. Yeah.
4: It's pizza night, also. <laughs> 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 but like, I'm watching it. We're really
3: close. A- I just don't get her
4: appeal
6: a- at like... all.
3: Like at literally at all. But like, I Jenny McCarthy was on. Watch what happens live. Like the following week after Brooke mm-hmm. promoting the Masked Singer, and Andy of course asked her about what Brooke had said, and Jenny's response was so bitter.
6: Well, the per it was a caller who was like, "Did you see when Brooke was on?" No, and the
3: caller was like, "Did you see that snotty yeah. snot?" Brooke she was like, Shields? "Did
6: you see that that's like snotty comment that Brooke made?"
5: Brooke Shield was on uh, Annie's show the other night and she was kind of snotty about how she got, um, not, didn't get the card on the view. I was wondering if you had any advice for her to maybe not be so bitter about it.
1: I didn't think it was snotty. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm friends with her. I love her. And, um, I think she knows deep inside that I took one for the team, right? Because let's
6: just face it. That was hell. Right. Hell. So you're welcome, Brooke don't yeah. pee on my shoe and tell me it's raining yeah
3: <laughs> but my my only comment is just like i wish jenny like she's coming off as the most bitter person from the view and she was on the view for a season yeah there's people that were on the view for forever that don't that got fired yeah that are less bitter than jenny
6: but it's there are people like that in real life there are people who like work at a company and then all they'll talk about for the rest of their lives is how horrible that company is. Mm-hmm. And then there's people who do it and maybe didn't have a great time either. And they just move on.
3: Yeah. And like it's let like, it like water you know, off a duck's back. But it's like Michelle Collins was on the view yeah, for exactly. a season, got fired. And you have to like drag info out of her yeah. because she's like, I like, why are you still asking me about it? Like I was fired. It's yeah. done. Like,
6: well, that's the difference between a professional.
3: Serious, yeah, and that's, a, that's those are the two types of serious a, <laughs> XM hosts. You have the Jenny McCarthy's and the Michelle Collins.
6: And that's why Michelle Collins is hosting 90 Day Fiance, the after show, <laughs>
3: because
6: she's <is> a professional. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, but since we're talking about the mass Singer, the other thing I wanted to say is like, there's a huge possibility that raven simone is on the show this season it's
6: like for me personally it's beyond possibility it's like it's obviously raven for me
3: should we review the clues she was like i've been famous my whole life i was on empire Mm -hmm. oprah (laughs) (laughs) thanks jenny like i forget what else
6: she said um Something about like and my, now, house. Yeah. This is, yeah. my house, yeah. I mean, I'm in my house. Her show yeah. is called Raven's house. house. She there was something with uh Peach and she was on a TV show about Georgia, like yeah. it was like about it took place in Georgia. There was like
4: Peach art behind yeah, it, yeah, on
6: the actual like TV, in the Black
4: Widow's Lair. Yes, I think the set decoration on that show is really cool. Sidebar,
6: yeah.
3: like those clue packs look the detail really cool. is insane, yeah. yeah, and also just the voice, like yeah. it sounds like Raven's voice. You can look up clips of Raven singing. It checks out. There's Mm -hmm. even a clip of Raven doing karaoke on The View that I was listening to today. And I was like, okay, that's Raven. (laughs) I actually, I watched that too. I thought she didn't sound great in that clip.
4: However, what I discovered is if you finish the full clip, Michelle Collins comes out because she sang earlier. Did you watch her clip of her singing? No. <laughs> okay. It is so good. I have it saved. She sings um Big Big Spender. <laughs> Michelle or Raven? Michelle, Michelle. Oh, really? So, okay. So, that she's singing Big Big Spender and like she, when it's kind of the big part of the song, she's like, she's like she can't hit the note. So she's like Big, big spender. Take it down a little bit. Take it down a little oh bit. God. Like, it's it's really awkward. That
6: sounds like, um, like the cabaret. It,
4: it's ex- uh,
3: when I watched it, this aired in 2016. Uh-huh. I was like, it's back when the view was uh, trying to be fun. Yeah. So they did a karaoke episode. Yeah. That is for
4: sure. What has inspired Luann yeah. to do it? Cause she saw Michelle Collins and went, <laughs> if she can do it, I can do it.
3: Let me get right to the point because I'm out of breath. I don't pop my cork for every man I see.
5: Hey, big spender, up Take it down. Hey, big spender. up
3: Like it's so (laughs) funny after listening to that. My main thing is that actually, I think Michelle Collins is a a really good singer, singer. and
6: it was so good and so theatrical. And like, I would pay to see her do a cabaret,
3: (laughs) she is a gift.
6: So good, yeah, it's so good. And also, also
3: the judging panel was Joy Behar and Boy Boy George, George.
6: Yeah.
5: yeah,
4: and LA. L.A. Reid? Yeah, L.A. Reid, yeah. Really? Because Raven's like, I've recorded five albums. And then Michelle's like, I have an L.A. Reid. You can book me now.
5: Oh, my God. Confirmed.
6: (laughs) Also, the title of the video, it's from the official Views Facebook page. And the title was Michelle Collins Sings Big Spencer. (laughs) which like it's that's my a sign. Name. It's a, yeah, it's a sign. Wow. We were supposed we were meant to talk about this today. Yeah.
3: This is not what I thought we would be talking no. about like <laughs> 2 hours into the podcast, but there we are. So someone else is having a moment and it's Sunny Hostin. Yeah. Because she got booked on Jimmy Kimmel to promote her new murder show.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> the Truth About Murder. And I'm so happy for her that she's Uh, getting out there and people are gonna like (laughs) see her and hopefully her star will rise
6: and she she also talked about the Tyler Perry studio opening and she the interview was so good on Jimmy Kimmel yeah Mm -hmm. well
3: yeah she's so likable yeah I love her so much it was funny because he there's he was like so what's it like sitting between Megan and Joy do you ever feel like you're gonna get stabbed Uh and Sunny was like or I could do the stabbing
5: (laughs)
4: So you sit on the view in between in between Joy and Megan. Yes. Now, are you ever worried you might get stabbed
5: or something like that?
2: Um often or that I may do the stabbing.
5: <laughs> yes. You, uh...
3: 'Cause she was trying to be she was trying to assert she's trying to change the narrative yeah. that the show is all about joy and Megan. Yeah. Because really Sunny gets into it and she people don't seem to notice who don't watch the show. Yeah.
6: And the panel this even though it's the same panel as last season, their personalities and their the dynamics have shifted so much this season that it's like very different. It feels very different. And I also think that Sunny is like trying to let like let people know that and be like it's fresh it's like you don't know what what's gonna happen mm-hmm. like you you think you know but you have no idea like when he was talking about Whoopi, and was like Whoopi never gets in the arguments Whoopi is so relaxed and chill and and sonny was like no <laughs> no you don't know the
0: only person that i i actually feel a little guilty about arguing with is abby because she's so sweet Oh. You know? And so we all do feel a little bit
4: guilty. What are you arguing with Whoopi about? There's nothing that. Whoopi's laid back. No,
5: she's not. No, she's not. Like if she was on that game we played in the monologue, I would have picked her immediately. No. (laughs) No. She is not.
3: (laughs) But she also brought along her invitation to the Tyler Perry Studio Gala opening. And. Whoopie was there as well because she was getting a soundstage named after her mm-hmm. and she was being honored and she talked a bit about that on the view. Humble Queen, like what <laughs> kept saying, like there's so many people that could have been yeah. honored before mm-hmm. me. But also like it makes sense, especially for Tyler Perry to want to honor Whoopi, because I feel like yeah. a lot of what Tyler Perry did and does feels very reminiscent yeah. of Whoopi's comedy.
6: It was just so funny because the red carpet interviews with her people were like how does it feel like what's what is it like with receiving this honor and she was just being so blunt and was like well i think that other people should have gotten it before me mm-hmm. and they were like no come on one guy was like you're crazy whoopie <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you
6: deserve it and she was like no there's tons of people and was like so blunt about it
3: well anyone who was anyone was there yeah. oprah was there beyonce was there Cameron Hall Tamron was Hall. there um, and Patty LaBelle was there yes. and I saw this really amazing red carpet moment where <laughs> someone was just like asking like an annoying classic red carpet question and they were like what's in this beautiful like purse clutch you have here and mm-hmm. she was like oh I've got my jalapenos in there yeah <laughs> and you know that like Christmas moment where uh, she's doing a performance and she's like, "Where are my backup yes, singers? Where are my background yeah, yeah, yeah. singers?" In the the same voice, she opens up her purse and notices that her like hot sauce <laughs> is not there, <laughs> and she's like, "They took my hot sauce out." She's where's like, Where's my, my peppers." Yeah, where's my peppers? <laughs> what is what's hot? What's,
0: what's in there? Habanero peppers. What? Hold up. Let me. I want to see. She took my peppers out <laughs> Honest to goodness, I had my peppers to season my food.
3: I had a red one and an orange one, I swear to goodness. But then that very same interviewer was interviewing Whoopi, uh-huh. and he was like, okay, so you're getting a soundstage named after you, like, what do you, are you gonna look after it, are you gonna keep it oh clean? God, like, yeah. he was trying to do comedy.
0: Are you gonna make sure it stays clean and make sure everything's good with it? Do I look like the maid? No, not at all. Okay, <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, then it's probably not gonna be my job to keep it
6: clean. <laughs> It was like watching it like my heart like fell. It like it like fell into my stomach being like, oh my god, he must have like panicked and in that moment it was like, What have I done?
3: Yeah, like he was thought he had like a solid joke written, yeah. a pre written Anna Navarro joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we do a spicy topic?
6: Speaking of peppers in purses. <laughs>
3: So the focus of the view in the past couple weeks has kind of shifted from impeachment inquiry Mm -hmm. to Syria Mm -hmm. and Turkey striking Syria and Trump deciding to start to pull out U.S. troops from Syria. And people have very passionate responses. This is not something I know a ton about, but... Anytime that all five of the view co hosts are in agreement about yeah. something being bad, it's probably it's bad. It's probably
6: bad. Unless it's Woody Allen and Sonny's not there. <laughs> then on that day, it's not ba- it's not yeah, bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all just like very frustrated and voicing their frustrations.
3: Yeah. But then in terms of guests, the real spicy oh, moment, God. it didn't come from Rachel Maddow being a guest, and it didn't come from <laughs> Hillary Clinton being a guest. No. It came from Rand Paul. Yeah. And this is someone that is hated by all of a few co-hosts, but <laughs> throughout the week, Megan was peppering in mm-hmm. everywhere yeah. how much she hated him. And
6: how much blood was on his hands. Blood on his hands.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. We're having Rand Paul on tomorrow, and I'm not going to be here tomorrow for personal reasons, but I want you to ask him. There is blood on anyone's hands, starting with his and President Trump's, who is letting this happen. Anytime Rand Paul is on the side of an issue, you can automatically assume it's probably a bad one. So. I think he's coming Good on this week. Isn't he, Brian? He's yeah. on this yeah. week, Friday. As what, of now, you, he's coming on, on
0: Friday. You know, it's funny. Well, oh, be, I'm not what, scared uh, of him.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At this point, but, we can't yeah, be sure. But
6: she kept being like, well, I won't be here because of personal reasons. But like when he's here, blah, blah, blah.
3: I'm getting my digs in now. Yeah. one point, she was
4: like, "You better ask him the question that he has blood on his hands." <laughs> <laughs> That's not a question.
3: <laughs> like where, where ish, where did she
4: have to go? Who knows? I don't get why someone like him would go on the View.
6: Because he has a book to promote, and he he. I think that um, when you're in a situation where you're not a very popular person, you'll go and make the, and do those controversial. Um, T V spots to still try to sell the book. Yeah. It's like when Judge uh uh Pirro,
3: Pirro, Jeanine, yeah, what?
6: was there to sell her book, even though she clearly had beef with all of the hosts. I think
3: I think for a conservative, it's really easy for them to get on Fox and get that particular mm-hmm. Those eyeballs mm-hmm. on, but to go on somewhere on the view where you might even have a bit of conflict or have a viral moment, it's still worth it for them, even if they come out looking kind of bad. Because yeah. people will now I know he has a book, I wouldn't have otherwise known yeah. he yeah, had exactly. a book. And there was applause in the audience, it's not like he's yeah. not every there person in the room is sitting there hating yeah. it. So let's talk about his actual appearance because. His physical
6: yep. appearance. <laughs> Let's
5: <laughs> Let's talk about that. About it. Talk about that. Talk about that.
6: He had the wet hair look. Yeah. And as you've said before, it only really works for Beyonce.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because he's using that gel that you use when you're like 15. Have like you doo. Did you ever
4: like like in high school have a moment where you wanted to do something really dramatic with your hair? So you used egg whites to gel it? <laughs> because that's what it reminded me he of.
6: Looked, yeah. He looked like yeah. a 16 year old who just watched a George Michael video <laughs> and was like, oh my God, am I going to look like that if I put all this crap in my hair?
3: So his first segment, he had two. The first segment was all about talking about Syria Mm -hmm. again, and he he sides with Trump and his decision. Mm. And Abby has a lot of strong opinions about this and is trying to get into it with him. And Abby's actually kind of giving him a hard time in Megan's honor. Yeah, I can only assume. And in a
6: very like newsy and very like very professional way.
3: And he's repeatedly shutting her down. He keeps being like in. RuPaul keeps being like, shut up, Abby. Shut up, Abby. Yeah, he Stop interrupting in- me. Stop interrupting me. And he- there's even a point where he's, Abby's talking and he's done this to her like three times and he's like, stop interrupting me. I let you speak. Now I'm going to speak. And poor Abby just goes, okay. It and was the so audience, patronizing. And the audience even goes, oh. Yeah. <laughs>
2: there's a difference in having a strategy and leaving the Kurds there to die, which is where they are now. They are left there to die, and that is now I mean, uh, that's now a, that's simply now wrong. That's GOP's simply problem.
0: wrong. Simply well, wrong in an ISIS accusation. fighters, as
2: being reported, thousands um, are going to escape from these prisons because the Kurds can't protect them. Well, no, them themselves. that is, is 70,000 according to a NATO official. A,
0: what's the people who don't like the is policy? A, the like the is it a safer policy? world with that's the ISIS people, running around? That's the people who want to stay forever. These are the same people well, I don't
2: want to stay forever, but if Let me finish, finish answering the
0: question, okay? I let okay. you talk, you let okay. me talk. These are the same mm. people. I think the whole situation is so confusing that none of us are really getting this right. Actually, Turkey doesn't want Iran to take over thing. Israel doesn't want Iran to take over thing. And in fact, Israel actually stands up for themselves all the time. End up being a let war me finish. Of let this. me finish. Don't interrupt. So Iran gets up against I'm the border. Iran comes up you're against the border, stick, and Israel we'll right pushes back.
6: back. I hated him for that. She was like being. Like, this was Abby at her best. Mm -hmm. And he was being so, like, belittling and patronizing to her. And
3: and Whoopi's getting pissed off, even, because she's like, hey, nobody talks down to Abby but us. (laughs) 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 So that's what segment one was all about. Yeah. So then he comes back for segment two, and they're like, okay, now we have to actually talk about his book. And his (laughs) book he decided to write about the perils of socialism mm-hmm. and why and why it doesn't work that's his opinion yeah. um and so he's he's he writes a lot about venezuela apparently yeah. um and scandinavian countries and he explains like how everyone has it all wrong about why those places are working actually it's not working as good as you think mm-hmm. here's why um and so he they're comparing. He's comparing it to America, and he starts complaining about how the uh, Americans don't actually pay the the income Americans tax, who yeah. make less money don't actually pay mm-hmm. tax. It's like less than yeah. fifty thousand. Yeah, because he I said
6: knew, in yeah. Denmark, people who pay who earn over fifty thousand pay forty percent income tax. In America, uh, it's only the one percent that pays income tax.
3: Yeah, and it's- Sunny is like. Okay, but the audience doesn't agree.
0: So really, the difference between their country and our country is they do have more free stuff in Scandinavia, but they pay for it with massive taxes on the working class and the middle class. But we have massive taxes here, but we don't get any free stuff. We don't have free right. health
1: care, well, well, we, our, our public education
2: system we, we, is a problem. We have,
0: we have, we have a seems like the only people we have, we have that get free form, stuff are the very, very wealthy. You know, we have a different form of taxation in our country. Ours is much more progressive. So we've taken the poor off of the rolls. They don't pay income tax anymore. Most people below $50,000 don't pay any income tax the top 1% in our country pay 40% our audience 40%. says that's not true because
6: mm-hmm. the audience the audience was laughing this time the audience literally guffawed and that's what prompted Sonny to say that
4: I enjoyed that the more flustered he got throughout this interview the more he referred to Scandinavia as a country because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it happened at least two or three times and I, I enjoyed that part I didn't enjoy his presence on my no. T V screen in
3: general yeah. and I enjoyed Anna Navarro kind of Right. Oh yeah. Going then, taking him to task. That was nice. Yeah. Because Anna then finally jumps in at the end and she's like, Let me sail this ship home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and what she, she does, yeah. Yeah. She gives him a tongue lashing mm-hmm. because well, what? I'll just <laughs> let you <laughs> I'll just let you hear
6: it. Yeah. Let me, yeah, let, me yeah, ask, man, let me ask you this because
1: you know I live in Miami there's tens of thousands of Venezuelan exiles living there. You talk a lot about Venezuela in right. your new, in your new book. I get a lot of um, a lot of political ads from the Republican Party. Donald Trump has tweeted this many have tweeted this if you vote for Democrats, they will turn the United States into Venezuela.
0: Do you think that's a fair statement to make? Well, if you vote for a socialist you might get socialism.
1: Come on, don't do that. Maduro is not a socialist. He's a he's a corrupt, well, murderous well, thug who is starving his well, people. That's, it's, true. that's yeah, not oh, true. Yeah, oh, that's not true. Maduro's not a thug well, and a murderer no, it's not, who's starving it, 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 his
0: people. Let's, let's have a conversation here. Chavez was a socialist, and socialism was the economic system and of Venezuela. And
1: they stole. are it's and a kleptocracy. So, yeah, it's know, not but socialism. The, the, but,
0: but here's the question: Is they voted for socialism? They voted. For, let I, me finish. No, I they, can't let me, you finish if you're going to say uh, Maduro is
1: no, no, not a no, no, murderous thug. Wait, but and I've had a bunch of neighbors wait, and friends who seconds. know this. Don't do this
0: to me. We, don't mansplain. We, I'm a forty-seven-year-old. Thanks to Senator Rampall. His new book is called The Case Against Socialism and we'll be right
6: back. And and I love that she said the like, don't do that to me. I'm I'm a forty-seven-year-old woman, like don't mansplain it to me. And I think that like that also came from seeing how he that's how he treated all of the hosts. Like mm-hmm. that's how he treated Abby. That's Especially he, Abby. Yeah. yeah. He like was, he came in there being like, I'm the smartest person in the room and I'm going to teach all these idiots about what the real world is like. Yeah.
3: And that's how this, this segment ended. Like even Whoopi, whoopie could not rein Anna in. And she was just like, uh, well, I don't know. I guess we we goofed again. Yeah. Goodbye. And that was the end of the yeah. segment. Is that when she
4: like leaned into Cameron and was like, we'll
3: be she
5: back. Was, yeah. Was she was that like, that you one? can that buy his
6: book while Anna was still like <laughs> going
3: on. Yeah. And like that's a lot of people on the internet had mixed opinions. Obviously, people were being like, I don't agree with uh, what RuPaul said, but I don't think Anna should have talked over him like that. That was rude. But, like, no. If you act, if you have a brain, you see that he was being very rude in a very different way. Yeah. And I
6: think that's the thing. is like, those, it's... Uh, the people who comment the most online are always the people who watched, like, two seconds of the video and are, like, I can't believe she acted that way towards him. If you see the whole interview, like, he was so disrespectful to all of them the whole time. The it's whole also, time. like,
4: thank God she did. Yeah. You know, to let a man like that have the last word. Mm-hmm. No. Anna was not having it. I, I like that she said And, and that you know what?
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when she said that, that was good.
6: <laughs> T-G-I-F. Because <laughs> thank God it was Anna's day. Thank
3: God the Navarro is here. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the spicy moment, but I'd like to kick it up a notch and pour my hot sauce out. Oh
6: my God. Wait, this mint tastes like peppers.
3: <laughs> Why? Is
6: it time for...
3: Oh... <laughs> does that mean?
6: Are we getting hot in here?
3: Ladies, <laughs> this podcast is boiling.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Ladies, I'm boiling. My blood is simmering through my veins and I have some things to say. Rojo Caliente. Rojo Caliente. Okay, let's get Rojo Caliente. Okay, <laughs> all right. So as much as I don't want to talk about this man, we absolutely have to talk about this man.
6: I'm sorry. I don't want to sound foolish, but I don't know who this man is.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Censor and I both have been like in a one of those like voids where you just work twenty four seven for a long yeah. period of time, and mm. you don't know anything about what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. And then today, I got caught up on everything that's been going on, mm-hmm. and what's been going on <laughs> is not well, bitch. Because yeah. um, Ronan Farrow is coming out with the new book, mm-hmm. and so now there are all these new um, allegations against Matt Lauer, yeah. um, where he talked to someone named Brooke Neville's who worked for NBC in the Today Show, and she alleges that she was raped by him
6: at the Sochi, 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 Sochi. Olim- o- Olympics.
3: Yeah, but like the thing that is so uh, fascinating to me, and mm-hmm. as as tragic as this obviously is it's like truly everything comes back to the view it's nuts it's absolutely nuts like everything that happens comes back to the view
6: how does this come back to the view okay
3: take me there i don't see it yet so if you if you watch just the clip of the view talking about Uh it you're getting a piece of the story because they're not going they're not they don't actually talk about like the significance of this and how it relates to the view because um so Matt Lauer was Meredith Vieira's co-host yeah. on the Today Show. Mm-hmm. And although they seemed to have like a pretty friendly relationship, there were, there was also like a video that surfaced at one point where she was like bent over and he made like a gross comment about okay. like keep bending over.
6: Right. Or yeah.
3: But she never came out saying that he treated her wrongly or anything. And she, they, he was like a friend to her. Uh-huh. Um, And then all we've ever known up until recently was kind of that, like, when he got fired, um, she didn't speak to him again Uh ever since then. And she just had made statements saying, "Uh, I'm a supporter of the Me Too movement. And that's that, like, Mm
5: -hmm.
3: you know, whatever happened, happened. I'm, you know, I'm with the victims. Queen. Queen. So now, in Ronan Farrow's book, uh-huh. we get the full story of what happened, and we find out that Meredith was the...
6: She was with them, mm-hmm. yeah, so, in Russia.
3: So the incident is that Brooke Nevels was in Sochi, and she was Meredith Vieira's assistant, mm-hmm. um, and Brooke Nevels told Ronan Farrow, Farrow that um, the way this happened is that they, the three of them were all having drinks, and then... Um, Brooke ended up going back to Matt's room to retrieve something and then...
6: Because he took her press pass as like being a weird like negging thing. And so she went to his room to get her press pass.
3: That's not what I read, but like probably... That's, yeah,
6: that's what is in the book.
3: And um, then she went back a second yeah. time after that because he invited her up. And then that's where he kind of pounced on her and he like insisted on having anal sex with her. And she said has said that she didn't consent to that and she didn't consent to it because she was too drunk to consent mm-hmm. but also because she like repeatedly said no I don't mm-hmm. want to do that and then when they went back to New York they had like more encounters but some of them were initiated by her as well so it gets well, kind of foggy there she said that
6: she felt like at this she had um without wanting to had kind of entered into a relationship that was like um not romantic but it was like a business deal in the sense that she felt obligated to continue this Mm -hmm. because she felt like if she was weird about it her her career would be at stake
3: so he has said that none of that is the truth and that actually it was consensual the whole time and it was just it was an affair that they had, but it wasn't rape. Mm. Um, but I guess um, in 2017 this happened in this started in 2014, but in 2017 Brooke went to Meredith and told her what happened uh-huh. and Meredith said, get a lawyer and report this And the next day Matt Lauer was fired.
6: Uh-huh.
4: I was I don't know much about this scandal to be honest so when I was doing my homework for today, mm-hmm. I watched the clip and then I was just trying to learn more about specifically Meredith and Matts dynamic and I just kind of googled it and there's a very weird interview and now that you now that all of this has come out it adds a whole new context to it where it's on her short-lived talk show like her solo show. Mm-hmm. Like from 2016 and he's the guest and she's kind of telling this embarrassing story about him where he's like she's like yeah and then I came into your dressing room and I found this whole pile of sex toys and like they're both like ha 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 but then what? Matt starts explaining why the sex toys were there and he's like well you remember you were there we had a sex expert on the show and she's like no we didn't. And he didn't and then he's like and then she, she gave us all these giant bags of sex toys to take home and Meredith's like I don't remember that like it's such an awkward interview with like it doesn't have an awkward energy to Uh it
3: but with context to it it kind of does yes it's yeah I thought they had a very like playful dynamic always kind of maybe even a little flirty Mm -hmm. but and I I'm I actually believe like probably she she nothing probably happened directly to her Mm -hmm. But as soon as the shoe dropped with Matt Lauer, she was like, yeah, that checks out. You see out. <laughs> certain
6: things, yeah. yeah. And you see what the intent was or what the person's character was and that it wasn't all just like funny, funny, haha. Ha. Yeah,
3: Yeah, so then now they're talking about it this past week on The View, um, which by the way, Ronan Farrow is going to be on The View on Monday, which is tea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they never, they never mention Meredith when they're talking about it. Um, and they just kind of talk about it mm-hmm. in a very general sense and Abby
6: well yeah and like the reason why they don't they don't even talk about the matte thing all that much they because, make it about Fox yeah. the Which, woman
4: who kept the lights on at Fox yes. <laughs> Yeah, the woman who paid the power bill. That
6: is a great name for the book that Abby is so keen on having someone write. The women who kept the lights on at Fox. (laughs) And so
3: for someone like me, like, and I know that there's like a niche group of people that also care about this out Mm. there that (laughs) listen to this. Like I was going crazy because you never hear Abby really talk about Fox and We already know that she's not going to talk about the bombshell movie. And she's sitting there saying, it's like this was the first time that she talked about it, but without directly talking about it, but indirectly talking about it. Because she started to say how someone needs to write the real story of what happened there. She was like, it hasn't been told yet. I'm like, well, there's a movie, Abby. Is that not, are you saying that that that's not the real story?
2: That's what happens when you try and cover things up. And when more people should have been fired that were not. I still think that more people should have been let go during that time. And I say this as someone that used to work at Fox. Megan and I went through this together. And I watched the Today Show clip this morning of Savannah Guthrie and Hoda. Uh, Very emotionally, uh, it was very raw to watch. I don't think the 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 lights at the Fox News building would still be on if it weren't for the women that kept that place going. And that story has not been told by anybody. (laughs) Because the media is always about trying to find scandal. They're trying to pit people against each other. Mm They're trying to find just bad news everywhere. And the story that still hasn't been written well enough about Fox. And that's when Meg and I became very good friends and we were going through this together are the women there that kept it going.
4: Do you think that she'd know how the movie represents it period
3: at this point though? I think she's powerful enough to find out, mm-hmm. like, to f- get someone... I wouldn't be like surprised. Like, to have
6: seen it or to have no- to know what the...
3: Well, sh- I mean, she has all the resources in the world available to her. Like, she has a lot of money and probably knows mm-hmm. a lot of people that could hook her up with the script so or at least, ends like, the online, story beats or something. <laughs> if yeah. it
6: ends up online, um, the FBI should go to Abby first, yeah. <laughs> you're saying.
3: Like, uh, the, the leaker, the leaker yeah. <laughs> police? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, and I don't know. I also thought... Megan um I don't know if Megan consented to this or not but Abby's dragged her into it as well and it like there's so many things going on in this story because we Abby is talking about Fox for the first time on The View um like in a personal way Uh um and she's also dragging Megan into it and explaining for the first time why they're friends because many of us have been like we don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> but now she said, this is actually why Megan and I are friends, because all of this scandal was going on at Fox and the two of us like found kind of took- on the
6: side, like on the sidelines in the sense that they hadn't been personally affected, but trying to like navigate still working there while it was all going down and happening to their co-workers. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. So I thought this whole thing was fascinating. Yeah.
1: It was a very unique situation to be hosts on a channel during the time of Fox's Mm -hmm. sex scandals with Roger Ailes. And it is one of the things, Abby and I were always friends, but how we originally truly bonded was in that moment. Mm -hmm. Because when you're a woman in the foxhole, specifically for me, a hyper-conservative one, and the media is out after you, I do think women in these In buildings and in these news networks deserve a hell of a lot more credit than they're getting and i agree with that yeah and that
2: that story i'm sorry but spent a little time writing that story because i think that's empowering for people to read
3: so okay moving on to other hot topics i was gonna talk about ellen being annoying but (laughs) i think the listeners know what we're gonna say which is that ellen is a very rich white lady who's gotten very out of touch Mm mm-hmm and she's done a lot for the gays, but she's very, very out of touch. Anyways,
5: vegans.
3: (laughs) Here's a hot topic. A woman who was vegan for 10 years called the cops on her friends after they tricked her into eating a chicken nugget. Did she overreact? Wait, actually, let me read you what happened. I have the full story. Okay, thank you, thank you. So this was on Reddit. Uh, It's kind of long. Do you
6: want to read it as Kelly Dodd?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to read it as Kelly Dodd? (laughs) Okay, so to preface this, I am a 24-year-old female vegan and have been for a good 10 years. I have not eaten meat since I was roughly three to four years old when I found out where meat comes from. Spoiler alert, there was a lot of tears. This is no secret, and everyone in my life knows and respects this. Or so I thought. Four nights ago, I was at a party, and I will admit, I got white girl wasted. My I can fr- I can picture this writer. I know who this <laughs> Through is. This yeah. Voice, yeah, my friend, it's Caroline, Car- Caroline, Car- whatever Calloway. My friends thought it would be funny to feed me chicken nuggets as a prank. I checked with them before chowing down. Are these vegan? To which my friends replied, "Yeah." They're sunfed, a type of vegan, a type of
6: <laughs> <laughs> a type of vegan and Sarah song,
3: <laughs> a type of vegan chickenless chicken. They tasted off to me, but I figured it was just because I was drunk. I was wrong. I found out the next day when my sister sent me a message telling me to check my friend's Snapchat story. The story was them showing the nugget packaging, and then sh- them, and then showing them giving them to me including the conversation where I asked if it was vegan. Then later, them mocking me and pretending to be me when I found out I ate meat. Things like fake crying and yelling. The chickens! I took a screen recording of the video (laughs) and took it to the police on the grounds of food tampering, and now three of my ex-friends are facing charges. They all think that I'm overreacting to a harmless prank, so Reddit... AITA, which I think stands for Am I
6: the Asshole? The yeah. Asshole.
3: In my view, they took advantage of my drunken state, tampered with my food, and publicly humiliated me. In their view, it was just a prank. What's your view? This is probably the thing I have the most to say about of everything
4: <laughs> we've discussed today. <laughs> I was horrified for this girl that that would happen to her. And also, n- now that you've read that, I actually kind of feel they missed... Represented it on the View
5: yeah.
3: because it made it said, seem like she called nine one one.
4: Yeah, yeah I, I was picturing Tinsley Mortimer calling <laughs> about her dog <laughs> dying. Yeah, but it sounds like she took it in in a different yeah. way. I dabble in dietary restriction. Uh-huh. I'm very loosey goosey about it, but I would feel very disrespected if a friend like tricked me into eating meat. Yeah, yeah. it. This whole thing made me love Sunny because she exactly reflected my view. Like, it was the wrong thing to do. Maybe you don't call the cops, which sounds like she didn't. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Sunny, like, was upset because of her chickens. She gets it. Yeah. She gets my
6: it. thing was, number one, after you've read this, I'm shocked that the way she found out was through video and not by, like, shitting herself on the way home. Because, like, from my understanding... She had...
5: The
3: last time she ate meat was when she was three to four exactly. years old. <laughs> exactly. I
6: cannot... Like, I've heard horror stories from people of, like, not eating... A hamburger for like they eat a hamburger for the first time in like three years yeah and they're like sick for days I can't believe she wasn't
3: farting farting
6: (laughs) and then second of all to me reading how it all or hearing how it all played out it honestly it doesn't sound like these people like her like to me it sounds like this is the girl in the group like it's either that this group of people is really horrible and they're Mm -hmm. just really horrible to her, or we're not getting the full scope of the story and she is horrible to them as well. And this was like, they were like, we're finally getting this girl who we pretend to be friends with, but we hate, yeah, and we're getting back at her. These aren't your friends. Like whether whether they're just horrible people or not, these are not your friends.
5: Yeah. Yeah. And
6: I don't think that she should have gone to the police. I think that she should have just been like, okay, you're out of my life, and I do not need these toxic people and these McNuggets in my life.
4: And maybe she's like one of those vegans, you know? <laughs> like, and I like I don't mean that in a But yeah. A, I love all, but there's vegans who are way more in your face about it. Mm-hmm. And maybe after 20 years of that attitude people yeah. had had it. I don't think it's justified at all. I, there's no way for me no. to cut it or it's justified, yeah. but like
3: uh, we don't know the dynamic, yeah. I guess. I think it's so difficult to stick to being vegan. It's it's so hard. You have to make all your own food mm-hmm. and it it's difficult. And for someone to accomplish being vegan for so long, I would hate to ever... I get how like maybe some like dumb idiots who are drunk at a party would get to thinking that that's kind of funny, but I would never want to, like, ruin someone's accomplishment of, like, being vegan for so long.
6: The part where she says that after they found out, that she found out, then they continued uploading videos mocking her, pretending to be her, crying. That's the part where I'm like, I don't think these were your friends ever.
3: Yeah, ever. She probably doesn't have any
4: these dis- people are shit but that to her and they're shit friends <laughs> they're not friends. your if, friends yeah, they're, if they're
6: posting friends. videos instagram videos or snapchat videos of them making fun yeah. of you reacting to them and who uses snapchat those now? sounds yeah. like that sounds like bullies that's mm-hmm. why i'm like i don't think th- i think we're getting a, a skewed version of the story where they're actually yeah. not your friends maybe you, maybe you think they are yeah and
3: yeah. on a final note <laughs> Can we talk about Whoopi attacking Sunny for suggesting they could maybe eat a vegan burger one time? Only in America
4: would would Whoopi say, I like bacon, and the audience erupts in applause. Like, 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 they were so excited about her view on
0: bacon. Bacon. I know I'm not supposed to. I know it's the you know the scum of the earth. I like the bacon. I want the bacon. You don't have to eat. It.
3: Okay. <laughs> Alright. Do you want another one? <laughs> Do you yes. want another
5: one?
3: Okay. Well, here's another here's a dating topic. Great. Um, a guy has a crush on his coworker. And he wrote into the New York advice column. <laughs> the New York advice column.
6: NewYorkAdviceColumn.com. <laughs> the,
3: I guess the New York Times advice column okay. asking if it's taboo to date a co-worker and if there's anything wrong with that. Do you think in 2019 it's okay to date a co-worker? And if so, what's the appropriate way to do so?
6: I think it depends If you and the coworker are at the same level, like if you're both entry level, if you're both mid-level, if you're both senior, you know what I mean? That is
3: something I didn't think about. Then
6: I do think it's fine because you are taking the responsibility, and they talk about this on The View. It's like you're um, taking the responsibility that at some, because some companies have rules where you're not allowed to date a coworker. And so you're accepting the responsibility that if you actually... Turn this into a relationship, one of you will have to quit. And so, if both people are okay with that, or one person is like, Yeah, I'll, I'm fine with quitting, finding another job, let's do, go for it. Shall we go for it? Um, then I think it's fine. It gets complicated when it's like a boss yeah. and someone below them. Then that's when I think, No.
4: I do think there is an appropriate way of doing that, mm-hmm. but I don't know that way. And I've like what Kevin and I do is so different because we change jobs so frequently, like mm-hmm. doing freelance work. So I mean I have dated coworkers <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um but they've all but the
6: It's temporary. It's, it's
3: temporary, not like, like it, it is different like to see
6: them every day for the rest of your life. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel I've like
5: I've
3: had relations. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> but I've had relationships. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like as gay people, especially working in TV, uh-huh. like I meet so many other gay people doing what I do, and I've had those turn into relationships. I
6: LinkedIn is the new grinder. Oh,
3: you have no idea! <laughs> I actually love LinkedIn, but not, not for that. Isn't this where joy started? Being like, you can Talking just log about- on to.
0: Yes. Catfish.
3: Fish, catfish exactly.
0: Yeah. Who's available? My answer is to say, if you don't meet them in college, you're never going to meet a guy. So I yeah. got married in college.
2: They I did mean, say that a lot.
0: Yeah. Didn't now they? they're on Tinder. They're on this. They're on uh, fish. This, whatever. What, <laughs> I, what is that? <laughs> fish? Plenty of fish. catfish, fish. Plenty of fish. Catfish. Cat of plenty of catfish. Catfish. <laughs> But this other that you go on hearing and you say, oh, he's cute and he's around the corner. Let's hook up. That's not right. i Is that on Catfish? <laughs> That's on something.
1: <laughs> That's on Tinder or Grinder or, you you're, know what? People got to live their
3: Uh Okay, I did read a few Facebook comments um, about this, and this is kind of what people were saying. Well, just overall, people were like, nope.
6: Remember the commenter who uh, maybe one or two episodes ago was like, I thought you went to work for uh, uh, like benefits and promotions, not sexual relations. And that's perfect for this
3: topic. Yeah. Well, okay, I'll just read you what I found. Janice says, don't poop where you eat. Thumbs up. When it goes south, everyone at your workplace suffers.
6: I also, uh, I believe in that. I also believe in don't poop where you work.
5: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Well, Barb also says, nope, never do it. No matter where you work, what or what age, not a today's culture. Always been a bad idea to poop where you eat.
4: Lots of poop talk in these comments. Everyone loves
6: this.
3: (laughs) Michelle, don't cook your eggs where you make your bacon.
6: (laughs) Oh my God.
3: Paula. Don't get your honey where you make your money. Stop. Are, you, are you joking me? Erica, and never dip your pen in the company's ink. Oh, this sounds my like God. Anna Navarro created five yes. aliases. Yes, <laughs> it does. Comments. Um, Jerome just says, I always got turned down, so what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> poor,
4: yeah, like, poor guy. Uh,
3: Tim I was watching TV last night, he says. <laughs> If you watch the Dateline that was on last night, I'd say maybe not. Lol, an HR nightmare.
6: Uh, well, now we need to look up what, <laughs> that Dateline episode because it sounds pretty riveting.
3: And lastly, uh, Sleppy Lion, Aka Sleepy, says, "Very interesting. Stay strong and healthy. Be blessed. Amen and amen to God. Be the glory."
5: Hmm.
6: I love that for them.
3: (laughs) So in conclusion, don't poop where you get your money, honey.
6: (laughs) Don't dip your poop in the company pen.
3: (laughs) And that's our conclusion as well. I've had a really fun time. Me too. And if you're having a fun time, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Dage of the View Pod and also on Twitter. And, and don't forget, don't
6: forget, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere else where you listen to your podcasts. And you can just leave those us two, a really. <laughs> <laughs> you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can also DM us on Instagram with your Apple Podcasts. Um, review yeah (laughs) and we will create a fake account and post copy and paste it. yes
3: (laughs) also a really fun thing has been happening recently because we kind of um have just been posting we we post pictures without context on instagram Mm -hmm. and a lot of people have been commenting like their what their caption would be it's like
6: it's like um back in the day in newspapers where they would post the comic And the cartoon, and they'd have a caption contest, and then the winner would get like a ten dollar gift card to like the steakhouse or something. You should have a
4: contest. Yeah,
6: everyone gets a ten dollar gift card to the steakhouse. Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But I really, I love seeing that. Yeah, me too. Very funny to me.
6: I love to hear people's interpretations of what our Instagram account. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. So on that note. Spencer, thank you for coming by and preparing a game I hope all guests will prepare a game going forward yeah. this was a <laughs> real really? dream come true it's you been really a long set time.
6: you set the bar with that game That's thank
3: you I'm start. gonna I, I've already thinking what I'll do next hmm. so watch what happens yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so have a great day everyone and remember to take a little time to enjoy
6: pooping where you eat
3: hit it Michelle hey